Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Starseed Radio Academy, empowering Starseed to better serve the planet. Welcome to Starseed Radio Academy. It's Tuesday, October 27th, 2020, and I'm your host, Arielle Taylor, with my co-hosts, Lavendar and Anastasia. Well, Mercury is still retrograde until November 3rd, and you can read about that online, but generally it's not a good time for launching new projects, signing contracts, or buying electronics, so just keep that in mind. Our guest tonight is Trin Allen. The doctors told him that he would never run again. His ankle was badly broken and giving him chronic daily pain, for which he was prescribed over 16 different medications and put on disability. Moreover, he was told he would need to have his ankle fused in a few years. After five years unable to work and stuck in a never-ending cycle of pain, Trin pleaded with the universe to help him heal. In that moment, he committed that in return for the wisdom to find his own healing, he would spend the rest of his pain-free life sharing this knowledge with as many others as would listen. Within two weeks, Trin was led to find CBD and other plant medicines. Within two years, he was medication-free, and now, three years later, he is pain-free and lives a normal, pain-free life. Through a plethora of synchronistic experiences, this commitment to serve others has led to his life's path, healing with plant medicine, and specifically cannabinoids and terpenes found in hemp. His company is called Jomfa, and it's their vision to hold the energy of a collective goal for the planet to heal the world. They compassionately create and offer plant-based healing gifts of cannabinoids, Um, terpenes, and organic medicine. Their commitment to provide the highest quality organic hemp and terpenes is underscored by their mission to heal without cost being prohibitive to the healing process. In Trin's words, we will never say no to someone who truly needs CBD because of financial reasons. We choose to change the flow of how business operates on a planetary scale by being engaged with our customers and invested in their success using Jomfa's gifts. And you can visit Trin's website, which is jomfa.com. And Jomfa is spelled J-A-M-P-H-A. At the top of the show, it's Anastasia's Starseed News, bringing topics of interest to starseeds that you won't hear in the mainstream. And we would like to thank Kathy and Fiona for hosting the switchboard tonight for those who may have a question or comment for Trin. We have an online Starseed community at starseedhotline.ning.com, and it's a safe place to connect with other Starseeds thanks to Tammy's continual dedication. You can download our shows on iTunes or right here on Blog Talk. And if you'd like to show your support of our program, please just click follow on our page here, and you'll get our show notices, which go out twice a month, every other week, um, if you enable those. So um, our main website is starseedhotline.com, 
and our Stage 1 Starseed Confirmations are based on Lavendar's Discovery of Star Markings and your natal astrological chart, and the Stage 2 session is a one-on-one phone session available with Lavendar, Anastasia, or myself. And please be aware that due to a massive global Starseed activation, our Stage 2 waiting lists are at about five to six months but the stage one time is finally shrinking. Now it's at about 20 weeks. And because of our new team of astrologers, um, they are helping us in our starseed community. So that will continue to decrease. If you have a birthday coming up, don't miss out on your 10 hours of power. You can find out when that happens by requesting your solar return timing. And keep in mind that because of leap year, it's often the day before your birthday. Now, if you want the timing chart, that only takes a few days. But if you want the stage two interpretation of that chart, you'll need to order it at least five or six months ahead of your birthday to make sure you get it before your 10 hours. So first up tonight, I would like to introduce Anastasia with her fascinating Starseed News. <laughs> I like doing that. Good evening, Ariel. Hello, my dear. Great to be with everybody tonight. And um, wow, the weather is changing. We are now into autumn, and we have been for some time, but where I am, it's starting to get cold, and the leaves are coming off the trees in abundance. So another season, and here it is. It's going to be November very, very soon. So weather experts recently, maybe you heard about this, issued a tsunami alert in Alaska after a major earthquake struck. It was big, 7.5, and even though Alaska isn't necessarily known for big waves, um, this northernmost state was gearing up for a tsunami uh, just yesterday, uh, last week, actually, it was last Monday, since we were together, after that 7.5 magnitude quake struck just off the Alaskan Peninsula. Well, they did get two tsunami waves. They were only about two feet high. And then they finally called that alert off. But residents were really worried, and quite a few people evacuated to go to high ground. Now, according to AccuWeather, there have been over 37,700 earthquakes reported in Alaska in this year alone. I repeat, 37,700. Now, Alaska coastal communities live with the greatest tsunami risk in the United States. And with that in mind, experts are telling people to be prepared. But they were relieved to see that locals uh, across the coast of Alaska went to higher ground and that the tsunami was not injurious, two feet high, two waves. That was a very lucky thing. 7.5 is a pretty good-sized quake. But 37,700 this year alone. I don't think we realize how many earthquakes Alaska gets. I've known people from Alaska, and they tell me that they just have to live with it. It's kind of a constant thing for them up there. Well, here's a story from California. You've all heard about the fires in uh, Colorado, and this is a story actually about Cali- uh, Colorado. But the, But the fires out west have just been really hard for everybody, and this is a wonderful story with a happy ending. A Colorado man was reunited with his donkey and horse after a fire went through his ranch, and uh, this is, uh, happened in the area of Boulder County, Colorado. happened on Saturday. A man was forced to leave his horse and donkey behind, but when he came back the next day, he found his animals unharmed. The story tells us that just after 1 o'clock on Saturday afternoon, he got a text message from a park ranger. The fire was burning just west of him, and it was growing fast. So he, his sister, and his mother 
well, they all lived on the same ranch uh, all together. And he decided to drive his mom to safety. But by the time he returned, uh, 30 minutes later, to shut off the gas in his house and to bring the animals out, the fire had gotten so bad, he had to go to his sister's house. And he said to her, there's no time to pack. So they grabbed their domestic animals, cats and dogs, and they tried to get the horse named Adam and a donkey named Ennis. And the pictures of these animals are adorable. But then they couldn't find the trailers to drive out with the uh, donkey and the horse. And they called for horse trailers. They called for people's help, and it was too late. They had to get out. The police said, you got to go. The police told them to turn the horses, call them horses, the horse and donkey loose, and just get in the car and go. Well, the man, the owner of these animals said, well, they were just doing their job. We were really close to getting the donkey and the horse and the trailer, but the fire was running faster than we were. He said it was agonizing to leave these animals behind in those conditions. Well, on Sunday, the next day, the firefighters and rangers went to survey the damage on the ranch, and they found the donkey and the horse, Adam and Ennis, unharmed. The man said this was a surprise to find them alive. They were singed and a little hungry, but other than that, they were perfectly fine. Now, the rancher thinks that the fire burned around them, but that Adam and Ennis helped each other to survive. He said, I can't imagine if they were alone because Adam is very nervous, he said. If he didn't have Annis with him, he would have been very stressed out. So the sheriff's office has reported that so far at least 20 homes have been destroyed there. But as of yesterday, the fire remains at 76% containment, which is good. The photograph in this is adorable. This man with his donkey and horse and the donkey... You did, I'm sorry you can't see it. It really should be a visual aid. It's hard to describe on a radio show, but... The donkey hugging the owner is absolutely precious. It's just adorable. It makes you feel so good. I know how happy that man was that his horse and donkey were saved. But oh. you can see the personality and the attachment. It photograph. Just take my word for it. It's just adorable. And the donkey is as cute as it could be. Aww. And here's another story that is really. I, now, look, I'm sorry you can't see these pictures. All right, I really apologize. Uh, I had I had to share this story with you, partly because the pictures were so impressive. So I'm going to have to describe the pictures to you. But this is about a food writer who uh, likes eating in restaurants. She's a food critic. And, you know, she is pretty bored during the pandemic, and she decided to open her own restaurant. Well, not exactly a restaurant for people. She opened a restaurant for a chipmunk. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you the story. Okay, I'll tell you the story. Uh, and try to visualize this in your mind as I read it to you. But she's a freelance food writer in Atlanta, and she found a way to cope with being home all the time during this pandemic. So she she did that by opening a restaurant for her chipmunk. And the food critic told Bon Appetit magazine that it all started when her uncle sent a tiny wooden picnic table in the mail. Maybe some of you people have seen those. She said, it was intended for hanging on a tree for squirrels, but I took a shortcut and I sat it out on the porch, putting a few walnuts left over from Christmas on top. Well, by the time I'd walked the box to the recycling bin, uh, the box of the walnuts, she was taking it out the garbage. She said, a chipmunk had taken a seat on the wee table. She just turned around, and there was a chipmunk sitting at the table. <laughs> well, the lights went off in her head. She got excited. And the next morning, he was back for more. Now, by the third day, she started adding miniature decorations to the table. She had tablecloths, faces, places, uh, plates, potted plants, now, this is where the picture gets good. Uh, she had, she has a, uh, an Instagram account, and so she videos this. 
and she regularly changes the decor in her restaurant, and it is absolutely adorable. She has a Halloween table up right now with decorations. It's a little <laughs> tiny table for a chipmunk. She had a barbecue. She had, uh, 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 I don't know, she's just had all kinds of adorable. She bought miniatures to do this. And it's as cute as it can be. And the chipmunk is really sitting up at the table. It is, it's adorable. Well, she said he comes to the table every day now. He sometimes sits at the table and waits for her. Well, she searched <laughs> online for what she can feed chipmunks in order to prepare the different meals for her regular single customer. She said, he's the diner critiquing my meals. I'm the chef and the server waiting for positive reviews. Well, over the past few months, this woman's Instagram feed has shifted from shots of the newest restaurants and meticulous chef platings to this little guy encountering a new setup and new variations on his favorite flavors each day. So she changes the setup. The chipmunk comes in and looks it all over and gets used to it and then helps himself to food. And she even did a little bar with uh, bar stools. Uh, Guys, it's a scream. So if you do Instagram, you ought to check this out. Anyway, she said, Bringing a little joy to others is the secret sauce that quells my pandemic anxiety, she says. Messages from strangers who found my chipmunk via social media keeps me going. And I can see why. It is so cute, guys. You've got to check that out. <laughs> this little chipmunk, I mean, he sits like a person. Uh, it's, it's really cute and really sweet. And how creative of her. I mean, wow, you know. There's yeah. goodness and hope in the world and wonderful things, and she just uncovered something that not only brought her a lot of pleasure, but everybody that sees it. Well, let's talk about what went right this week. Um, Green cities, edible bags, and some positive news. Let's talk about that. Um, Now, Japan has created a deer-friendly bag. Now, in Japan, there are deer that roam the Japanese city of Nara. And they have celebrity status there because they're very important to the Japanese. But in recent years, there have been reports of these beloved deer, actually sacred deer, dying because they've ingested plastic bags. Well, they decided to tackle the problem. They developed a consortium of local companies that launched what it says is a safe alternative to plastic carriers. They made these bags out of rice bran and recycled pulp from milk cartons. And reportedly, these bags pass through the deer's digestive tract safely. Now, there's an estimated 1,200 deer in Nara. They're called Sika deer, by the way. They're classified as a national treasure because they are believed to be divine messengers. So, you guys, to save the deer, they created these harmless bags, and people in this city are using those bags instead of plastic bags to keep the deer alive and healthy. Now, wow, why not? Of course. Yeah. I wonder if in our country anybody would think of that. I know the starseed would. You know, I share this with you because I know what you all are capable of, and these stories tell about what people are capable of when they care and they really put their shoulder into something. Here's another one. A paint has been created to reduce emissions. A paint, like you paint your house. This was done in Greece, and Greece's iconic whitewashed buildings are on a 1,000 postcards. You've seen them everywhere, and it's beautiful. But these uh, dazzling facades are just not for show. Uh, They're designed with a purpose. They keep houses cool by reflecting sunlight. And inspired by this kind of ingenuity, scientists in our United States have developed an even whiter paint, which according to a study released this week, reflects 95.5% of sunlight 
and can reduce temperatures inside a building by almost 2 degrees centigrade. Now, one of the study's authors said the paint has the potential to meaningfully cut the carbon footprint of a building. He said this is a significant amount of cooling power that can offset the majority of the air conditioning costs for typical buildings. Somebody invented a paint to, uh, as climate control. Fabulous. Wow. Uh-huh. And in the, United, in the United Kingdom, they have done something that I consider to be very conscious. Um, they have decided to green up their urban areas, and they've actually been quite successful. And now certain areas of urban living in the U.K. are greener than national parks in that same country. Um, wow. They say that the, the towns and cities play a vital role in tackling climate crisis and boosting biodiversity in the world. And so um, they did an aerial survey to kind of check out how they had done with their urban planning. And they discovered that the most densely populated urban areas in England and Wales have more trees than their national parks. So they planted trees, they grew, they planted vegetation, it grew, and they did a study and found out that, wow, we really did a good job. There's two London boroughs called Camden and Croydon where they planted thousands of trees just recently. And these cities were ranked among the 20th places in England and Wales to have the most trees. Um, They say it wasn't always easy. This used to be a heathland and pastures, but they planted and they regenerated it. I think that's wonderful. Great. Well, also... More people than ever have now access to electricity. Um, The efforts to improve access to electricity in developing nations are finally bearing fruit, and this is according to a report by the International Energy Agency. This agency found that the number of people without electricity dropped from almost, this is a staggering figure, 860 million people without electricity in 2018 to 770 million in 2019. And they say that's a record low. So that's a gain of 100 million people. The report said that the electricity projects in India and some African nations had hooked up millions of people to the grid. Um, It did say, however, that the progress was being stammied by the pandemic. But when you think about it, that many people in the world with no electricity, well, at least they're doing something about it. So that's good news. I used to know a man who was 96 years old. Now, I say used to because that's been 40 years ago, so I really don't think he's living today. But when he was 96, he was one of the healthiest people I knew, including people my own age. Um, he was uh, extremely healthy. And he he went for a swim every day, and he swam three miles. In 96 And he told me the secret to his long life was a cold shower every morning. Well, that's the first I'd ever heard of such thing. And, you know, a lot of people have heard about that. But I had never heard of it. And I thought, my gosh, how can you do that? How can you stand that? Well, here's an (laughs) article that proves exactly that that man was telling me the truth. They have found that, and I want to tell you, he was sharp as a tack. This man was a walking encyclopedia. he, He was not diminished in any way whatsoever. Not an iota. All right, and here's the story. The headline reads, Cold Water Swimming Provides Fresh Hope in Search for Dementia Treatment. So cold water swimming 
has been touted as a potential treatment for depression, but could it also help slow dementia? Well, scientists studying winter bathers have reasons to believe so. Now, we're coming into winter now, and we see these crazy people go out and jump in the ice-cold water. This is kind of a sport, right? Cold water swimmers in the northern hemisphere are once again getting geared up for their season of winter bathing. It's a really curious hobby that, like I said, they think it's good for depression, but now they say, hey, this has got a lot of benefits that we have never noted before because scientists at the University of Cambridge studied winter bathers at London's unheated uh, Parliament Hill, uh, something of a club, some kind of club, and they found that when ex- probably cold, cold water bathers club, okay, but anyway, they found that when exposed to cold water, their bodies produced a protein that is believed to slow dementia. Now, this research is in its early stages, but supporters say that existing studies are showing that low temperatures trigger the production of something called a cold shock protein. For your information, it's called RBM3. Now, scientists believe that this protein enables synapses in the brain to reform lost connections in the same way the brains of hibernating animals do when they emerge from winter. You know, a bear gets up after hibernating all winter. He doesn't forget who he is or how to forage for food. Inactivity doesn't do them any harm whatsoever. And they think that this protein is why. They tell us that cold water swimming, of course, isn't for everybody. It can be dangerous to people with certain health conditions. So what they say now, this is what they're thinking about doing, is as a challenge they want to create a drug that stimulates the production of this protein uh, so that people won't have this negative side effects of getting into cold water. But um, you want to be sharp well into old, old age? Just everybody, let's all have an ice-cold shower first thing in the morning because my friend <laughs> said it worked. And he was he was way, living walking proof, and here's a study. All these many years later, you know, I always thought it was just an, an anecdotal thing he told me, and he, he just thought cold water did it. So when I came across this article, I thought, well, hot dog, you know, I think I'll try that. <laughs> I think maybe I'll start taking a cold shower. All right. Um, you know, have you guys ever wondered what happens to bees in the winter? I have. Um, and so here's an article that explains this, what happens. Maybe some of you already know. Do you ever wonder where bugs go in the winter, Ariel? You know, they emerge in the spring, and you think, how do they survive in winter? I've asked that my whole life. I'd ask yeah. bug adults to tell, me, to tell me about bugs. How do bugs live through the winter? Well, um, we see a lot of bees, of course, in the spring and the summer. Uh, but we know when we go out in the winter, we're not going to see any. We're probably not going to get stung. But this is because uh, bees uh, have routines to combat the winter months. They just hibernate. And, and honeybees hibernate or cluster inside the beehive for the majority of the winter. Now, you probably all know that. Um, but here's what's interesting. They keep each other warm. Uh, the hive temperature is really quite high. It can be up to 90 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, they cluster together. Um, They're stocked with honey to eat. Um, and through their huddling and their movement, they, they build up this heat. What I didn't know is that male bees that are solely responsible for fertilization, um, they generally die off during the winter months, and it leaves an all-female hive to fend for themselves. 
Mm. And the queen consistently remains in the middle of this cluster. They all protect her. And when the temperature on the inside of the hive uh, uh, gets to be a certain temperature, um, maybe they'll go out and they'll forage for a little bit, but generally they go back in and sleep for the winter. They just hibernate for the winter. I wasn't aware that the male bees died during the um, the winter, and I had to ask myself, well, you know, <laughs> how do they find male bees in the springtime? Anybody has an answer to that, send me an email. Um, but there you have it, everything you probably didn't want to know about honeybees. <laughs> and finally, finally, I want to talk to you about it's it's soup season. And I found a wonderful article about making vegetable broth. If we were in a big room and everybody was sitting there, I'd say, how many of you eat vegetable broth? I bet many of the starseed do. And I want to share this with you. Um, this article tells us that vegetable broth is very easy and we can use food scraps. And uh, it's, of course, vegetarians are going to be very familiar with this, uh, vegetable soup, vegetable broth. And it's not only delicious, but it's very healthy. And it's a highly sustainable way to reuse produce. So they tell us that we can clean our veggies, and this recipe suggests that we saute them. And the website, Oh My Veggies, considers that you have to have three staples to make your broth. You have to have onions, celery, and carrots. And you can use scraps, or you can use fresh. Um, you, you saute those in butter or oil of your choice. Um, they say you should have at least two carrots, a great big onion, four more cloves of garlic, a uh, few stalks of celery, and some herbs, parsley, ginger, thyme, rosemary, cilantro. Chop the vegetables, uh, saute them 10 minutes, put them in a stock pot, season with salt and pepper, add your water, and simmer for an hour. Um, now, it's important to let it simmer long enough, but then you can get creative. You can add tomato paste. You can um, put in some nutritional yeast, if you want to do something Asian, you can do lemongrass or ginger. You can put in mushrooms, eggplant, asparagus ends, corn cobs, fennel with stalks and trimmings, bell peppers, pea pods, or even chard, any type of greens. It's just up to you. So it's soup time, everybody, so it's a great thing to start and a very healthy thing to eat. So I thought I'd share with it with you. I wanted you to be inspired to put on some soup and... Uh, Eat well and eat right this coming season. All right, I'm going to give you a quote, leave it with you. I think it's really profound and you've heard it before, I'm sure. But it doesn't hurt to be reminded. Martin Luther King said, There comes a time when one must take a position that is neither safe, nor politic, nor popular. But we must take it because conscience tells us it is right. As I look around today at our society, we see so many people that can't do that. But it's what's needed right now. So from my heart to each one of you, much love, everybody. Have a beautiful couple of weeks. Keep on shining. Make some soup. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> check out that wonderful Instagram video with the chipmunk at the, the ladies' diner. It's so cute. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, thank you, Ariel. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Okay. Thanks so much. Great job. I love this. I love this news tonight. 
Uh, I'd be thinking about that chipmunk and wondering if he's a good tipper. (laughs) Good question. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Thanks so much, Anastasia. Kindness is its own reward, Ariel. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll talk to you uh, two weeks from tonight. All righty. Night-night. Okay. Night-night. Okay. All right, so uh, we are going to get um, Lavendar and our special guest, Trin. Get your microphones open. Okay. Well, Trin, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Ariel. It's wonderful to be here again. Oh, we love having you on. So, Lavendar, are you set and ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Take it away. So, Cosmic Brother, I'm so glad that you've uh, decided to come and be on our show tonight because you have some probably some new things to tell us about you and and your products. Let's start with you. Why don't you give us a little background on yourself and tell us about your journey and and we have a very awake audience. So if you want to talk a little strange, you know you can. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I guess the best the best place to start is uh, you know with my background as a, as as a young man. I was born in in um in Florida in the USA on a military base my parents were both military when I was born I moved back to Australia uh, about the age of 2 or 3 and lived there until I was 18 I went through my schooling there in college um I was able to move back to the US when I was about 19 and I started a career uh, in private security I did a lot of work um as a bodyguard with different types of event security armed security and I did that for about 10 years uh, I ended up working with some pretty influential people in Washington, D.C. and Virginia. And during that time, I, I broke my ankle. And in breaking my ankle, I almost lost my leg and propelled me into a pretty horrible state of, of health, um, you know, physically and emotionally. And I, I started to see some different doctors and start to look for alternative ways to heal myself. And it just wasn't happening. So one day when I was pretty frustrated... I went outside and kind of yelled at the sky and said, you know, I don't want to live like this anymore. I'm I'm sick of being in pain all the time. I'm sick of walking in and out of doctor's office with no solutions, just more medications. And, you know, really, if anyone's out there listening to me and you're, you know, you're, you're able to help me, then I'll, I'll commit the rest of my life to sharing whatever I learned to heal myself with others. You know, it's one of those things you say, and, and I said it with a lot of meaning, but afterwards I kind of fell back into my life and, you know, the, the cycles of pain that you go through when you're dealing with those things. But about two weeks later, as I look back now in hindsight, I can see some really beautiful synchronistic things that started to happen that led me led me to find plant medicine. And, you know, in finding plant medicine, I was able to find hope for myself and also for others. Um, around the time that I found CBD and, and cannabinoids, I was also diagnosed with a brain tumor in my pituitary gland. I'd had some Issues since I was young, about the age of 11 to 12, I went from being about five foot six to six foot four. By the time I was 13, I was about 250, 300 pounds, which was a pretty big change for me. And we'd never really figured out what the cause of that was, even though I'd been diagnosed with a disease called acromegaly at the time. Well, the science got better and imaging ability got better. Um, and fast forward 20 years, and I went to Seattle to have some scans done, and they found a very small microedema in my pituitary gland and they talked about operating on it and you know other options to get rid of it 
And that was really a catapulting point for me. I thought, really, my health's getting worse? All right, well, I've been given this information for a reason. Let's start investigating. And so I started to really study cannabinoids and terpenes and look for opportunities to learn more. And over the course of about a year, I was able to get a good grasp for for the potentials that they would have in helping me to get off the medications. And I decided one day that I was going to set a goal for myself to be medication-free and that I'd focus my life on healing and, and figuring out what I needed to do to get better in that time and really just kind of put anything that was not a necessity of healing on the back burner. And it was over the course of those two years that I was able to play with and, and try out different methods of um, CBD products, different dosages, different ways of extracting the CBD and, and administering it to the body. And, you know, through trial and error, I was able to find find a system that works. And over the course of those two years, I was able to come off all of those medications and I'm now medication-free. My health has been pretty amazing for the past few years. I'm in love with the woman of my life and getting married, and, and our business is doing well. And I can really, you know, thank thank the universe, first and foremost, for making it possible, but secondly, plant medicine. It's been, a, it's been an absolute life-changing experience, and it's really just encouraged myself and our team at Jampa to try to share this with as many people who are ready to, to learn and to heal and to you know, I have opportunities to get out of that revolving door of, of modern medicine and prescriptions and you know, doctors tend to put a Band-Aid on something and to help with symptoms to go away. But what I learned was there's not very many of them out there that are focused on, focused on the underlying issues that need to be addressed for the real healing to happen. And so really the, the basis for our company is to provide um, organic, as clean as possible plant medicine that people can can intuitively use to help their own health and to hopefully remove some of the restrictions in their life from you know, pain and, and other diseases and medical disorders that we seem to be dealing with more and more. So let me ask you, Trent, about your uh, pituitary. What did what did you decide? Did you um, have another test? Is it gone after taking CBD oil, or what's the uh, prognosis? Yeah, it's, it's completely gone. Um, I used... RSO at the time, which, you know, I, I had limited information when I started to to address this, and so I used a very high THC RSO, um, which really wasn't a very pleasant experience. For about three months every day, I felt high as a kite, wasn't able to function the way that I wanted to. I slept a lot more than usual. And I know for a lot of people, that's not going to be a very uh, – a lot of people aren't going to want to go through that experience for the chance of possibly being healed by, you know, some plant medicine. So – CBD for for me really a big part of it has been figuring out how to make it work without the high, and using this this RSO that we had for three months, so I was able to completely get rid of the brain tumor. There's nothing there. I don't have any of the negative effects that were being caused by it. So it absolutely did work. You know, you sent me a picture of your your baby picture of your head when you were born, and you have that elongated head, and that yeah. just occurred to me when you were telling me about the pituitary. I thought, oh my goodness. This might be part of your starseed activation. Possibly, it wouldn't surprise me at all. You know, we were talking <laughs> during we were doing my uh, my solar return, and you said, you know, boy, I'm looking at your chart, and I think you might have been born six minutes later. I'm just feeling like you might have been born six minutes later. And I thought, all right, well, I don't know how I figure that out. And that night, 
I went home and just by chance, uh, Karina found some old baby photos of mine and she gave them to me and I opened it up and the first picture I pulled out was a picture of me being held by the, the doctor at the Air Force Base where I was born and it said, delivered 1.25 p.m., doctor so-and-so. So whoever did the birth certificate was wrong. This was written on there by the doctor with her name. So I think you're right, Lavender. <laughs> Six minutes later. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's the first time you've told me about that. Yeah, I think this is the first time we've talked since that conversation. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Okay. Oh, goodness. Well, We may need to do starts again. (laughs) I don't think anything's really going to basically change with with six minutes. If it were an hour, maybe it might change the house cusp, but I hope you had a good solar return. You went to uh, Mount Shasta, didn't you? Yeah, it was a beautiful experience. You know, we've been working so hard. We haven't taken any time off in about two years, and we just decided to take a week off and go up to Mount Shasta and spent the time there with my mom and my father and um, just had a lot of beautiful experiences. We are able to have some sacred ceremonies with each other up there on the mountain and do some sightseeing and see some places that none of us had seen before. It was really just a beautiful I love being out in nature, especially in these sacred places that we have on our planet that we can go and just recharge and rejuvenate and swim in the waters. You know, when you're when when you were talking about the uh, the cold showers earlier, I was thinking about jumping in that water at Medicine Lake at Mount Shasta. It must have been about 35 or 40 degrees. Very invigorating. So maybe you're going to live a long time now. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's, that's a good way yeah. of doing it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let me ask you a little bit more about your products that you make. Um, these terpenes, I, I don't really understand what that means. Can you give us a definition? And and maybe you want to tell us a little bit about the lady that, that uh, came to um, do the investigation there at your place, and she was very impressed about how you knew what you knew. So give us a little story about that. Yeah, so terpenes uh, are hydrocarbons. They're elements that can be found in essential oils. Um, for instance, one essential oil might be broken down to five or ten different terpenes. Terpenes, therefore, are isolated constituents of essential oils with their own healing benefits, their own physiological um, effects on the chemistries of our bodies. There's a lot of research that's been done on it, but still a lot more to go. But what we're finding is that terpenes are essentially a huge component of the healing ability of most plants. Um, what we use are isolated organic terpenes that come from fruits and vegetables. Uh, they're tested in certified labs to make sure that they're um, pesticide and heavy metal free, so they're as clean and as potent as possible. And we then use those terpenes to create entourage effect terpene profiles. We call them synergy enhanced terpene profiles or a set of terpenes. And by harnessing these different terpenes and blending them synergistically together, we can create an effect profile that will target, um, you know, different disorders, target different health imbalances, um, but also target things like PTSD and, and insomnia and blood pressure. And, you know, CBD is really a powerful, powerful plant medicine. It's, it's able to remove inflammation from every system in the body it promotes homeostasis on the deepest levels. But it's really, if I can use this analogy, for lack of a better one, um, CBD is kind of like the, the army. They're like the infantry. They're the guys who go in there and get it done, and they make sure that 
that the works done. But the terpenes are like the special forces. They're like the guys that go in there and clear the way so the troops can make it in and make sure that the important people are taken care of and and they balance things out and keep things in a forward motion. So by harnessing these terpenes, we can really say, all right, somebody that has a blood pressure problem also has arthritis and suffers from uh, something like ADHD, we have three different terpene profiles that we can use in a dosing method for those three health issues, and those three health issues can balance out together using that dosing protocol. We've created seven unique terpene profiles, all that engage and help to balance the different parts of the body um, as controlled by the the gland or the endocrine systems, which, as we know, are also related to our chakras. So we, we try to target the effects of our products based on the body systems so that somebody that's coming that has no idea about plant medicine, CBD, or terpenes can, with a brief description of our products, find out what works best with, for them. And, you know, what we've seen over the course of the last year is really for a lot of people that truly find healing using Jampa, it's very much an intuitive process, listening to the body, um, paying attention to what the body needs, and and building a foundation of good, healthy choices, like clean water, healthy, organic, non-GMO foods. And when there's a good foundation that's laid with these products taken in, we see a marvelous and really quite, quite extraordinary balancing effect that happens. And when the body is able to balance these imbalances out, it allows it inherently to be able to heal itself. So, you know, I say to people a lot, it's really not the CBD or the terpenes that's healing you. It's your body that's healing you. The CBD and the terpenes are helping to balance and to remove the inflammation out of your body so that it can heal itself. And that's really yeah, the beauty of... come back to natural state, right? Come back to natural state. That's what it's... It's almost like Absolutely. a... It, um, it's a jolt of energy that says, okay, you've been asleep a while, now you need to wake up, right? Yeah, it's a way of helping your bodies to remember... You know, I've been I've been studied a lot about all this, and the last two or three weeks, a lot of things have really been coming together. Um, in a higher sense of, of plant medicine, what I've come to understand is, you know, every plant essence or or most plant essences have their own special morphogenic morphogenetic field, and that morphogenetic field can have balancing influences on our bodies. So when we find the right plant medicines to introduce into our systems those healing, balancing effects can transfer and resonate into our own morphogenetic fields. And I'm learning that this is just an absolute forgotten science that has the ability to really rebalance and heal not only humans, but all the beings on the planet that have endocannabinoid systems, which you know includes any, any animal basically with a vertebrate. So let me, so ask, you, to, let me yeah. ask you something, Trent. Is there a way to take a terpene and put it under a microscope? Does it have a certain a certain spiral, a certain um, identification under under a microscope? Have you looked at them that way? I haven't looked at them under a microphone, to be honest with you. I've been wanting to do some tests with them to uh, to, to look into that. I need to buy myself a, a microscope to be able to do that with, but that's a really good idea. As, um, as, you were talking, as you were talking, I was seeing different forms, and then when I saw the fusion of them coming together, they then they then they made a third baby. <laughs> okay. Mm, yeah, so, yeah. Look into that. Yeah. I will. I will for sure. Yeah, different terpenes. They can be different in structure. You can have monoterpenes, which are just one terpene. You can have bicyclical terpenes, which are four or five terpenes. 
Um, so different terpenes can have different constituents that make them up. But you know, there's there's terpenes out there that by themselves um, have profound healing effects for things like cancer and tumors and uh, depression and anxiety. But when you're able to harness, you know, half a dozen to a dozen of these and, and bring them into a synergistic profile, you know, often our, our days start with emails and text messages and phone calls saying, wow, your stuff really works. Wow, your stuff really works. And, well, yeah, you know, I, I can attest to that. You know, you made a special product for me. I don't know how many people know that I've been hit three times by lightning, and I've tried everything from Jack Daniels to crystals, okay? But when you put that product <laughs> together for me, it really straightened up my brain. I really thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. And we we thank you, Lavender. You've been a big part of our of our uh, well, my experience and in, in all of this. I think we've we met about four years ago, and at the time, I was just just going through my healing process and and you know, now it's completed, and I'm where you told me I'd be four years later, and that's helping others. And I'm really grateful for for all of your influence that 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 we've had in in Joppa and in creating our products, and for the feedback from yourself and from all the star seeds that we shared the products with to help us to really fine tune them and make them make them what they should be, and that's powerful and, and healing for the people who use them. Well, we certainly do appreciate every time you have walked through the door of our Starseed Quest, you have always been an empowering source, and everyone loves to see you. So we hope that, you know, we've had to cancel this past year yeah. our quest. Hopefully we'll get to in 2021. That'll be a different story. So now let me ask you, are there any interactions or negative side effects that people can, are using, you know, CBD and turbines we should know? Is there any side effects at all? Yes, yeah, so the, the, the side effects, first of all, um, all of our terpenes are safe. We have a, an FDA-qualified food scientist with multiple biochemistry and uh, science degrees that comes in and tests all of our profiles. She goes through in parts per million each of the terpenes used and then on a scale figures out whether those terpenes are safe and if they were ever to become unsafe because of high levels of one type of terpene or another, how many doses you would have to get you have to take at once to get to that unsafe level. So all of our products are safe it's up to 30 doses. I mean, you could basically drink an entire large bottle of our products and we're still considered safe. Beyond that point, there's not going to be anything that's ever going to cause health concerns to the point of being seriously dangerous. Uh, at the most, you know, people get tired and, and have a sleep or, um, you know, have to just kind of chill out while they're waiting for the effects to wear off. Terpenes are actually GRAS, generally recognized as safe by the FDA. Um, you know, we've used about 60 different terpenes. Every one of them has been tested by our own testing labs to make sure that they have no pesticides or heavy metals in there. And those two things are really what can cause complications using CBD products. If you don't have, um, if you don't have a nice, clean CBD oil to begin with, then you can bioaccumulate those heavy metals and pesticides and end up with some nasty problems. So if you are buying CBD from another company, I recommend you ask them for a certificate of analysis from DEA-certified ISO lab. And that certificate of analysis should tell you your cannabinoid content, whether there are pesticides or heavy metals in there, and if there are heavy metals or pesticides in there, whether they're considered safe levels by the Department of Agriculture. And I can tell you oh, no, probably I, 50%. I think I, yeah, think I would just run, okay? Right. <laughs> just run when you see that, right? Yeah. Yeah, when you're trying to heal, you don't want any of that nasty stuff in the system. And, you know, I learned the hard way. 
I tried to use CBD. I was told by a professor and a doctor of cannabinoid science that if I used it for three months and kept my body um, saturated with CBD, so it was consistently active for that three months, that it would, in its own way, remove the inflammation from my body that would allow me to start to heal, start to be able to walk unassisted again, start to be able to run, work out, all those things. So the first time I did it, I think it cost me about six. Well, it cost my dad. I was on disability at the time, but he forked out about $6,000 just to be able to buy enough stuff for three months. And this was um, you know, not easy for my family to do at the time, but I did it, and um, I wasn't able to complete it. I ended up running out. I must have used too much, and I got to about the ninth week, and I just I was, I was didn't want to ask my dad for more money. I thought he'd spent enough, so I, I cut a corner. And I paid for that, all of the gains and the, 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 the things that were being healed in my body started to go back to the way that they'd been beforehand. And I waited a few weeks to a month after that before I got the courage to tell Dad that I'd you know, messed up and hadn't done it for the full three months. But I did, and he didn't skip a beat. He said, son, if this is going to help you get, get your health back, then let's do it again. Find somewhere else where you can get the, enough stuff to, to do your three months, and I'll pay for it. And I did that, and that second round of CBD, um, I used it for about seven weeks, and then I had to go to the doctor one day because I was having what felt like palpitations. And he said, I don't know what you're taking in your system, but your body's definitely out of balance. Let's do an exclusion diet and figure out what you're using. And within a few days of that happening and me starting that diet, it came out in the news that the company I'd been using, whose CBD um, I'd been using, had a big big batch that had been tainted with about 500 times the amount of safe levels of PTSD in there. I mean, of pesticides in there, but I'd already been taking it for seven weeks and taking it a lot, like about the equivalent of 80 doses I was taking a day to get rid of this brain tumor. And so that really turned me off it. I got sicker. I had about three months of being really sick and not well. Um, and it kind of turned me off to see Well, it did turn me off to see, but I was pretty upset with the whole experience and, I was turned off. And then one day, a good friend of mine from from my high school days came to visit me, and I told him about my experience with CBD, and he said, well, you know, you know, our friend Justin makes CBD. And long story short, a good friend of ours from high school had created a CBD company, and he gifted me the CBD that I needed for three months to heal. And at the end of that three months, my life has just never been the same. The inflammation went away. Uh, I was able to stop using a walking stick. I was able to go back to work. I could drive a car for more than an hour or two without cramping up and having to get out and stretch. And gradually things just got better. And that's what really lit the fire in me about, about CBD and it made me want to change change people's life by educating them and helping them to understand the benefits of Well, there's not nothing like CBD, but there's nothing like experience right either. Right? There's nothing yeah. like experience. Yeah. Absolutely. So that experience really brought me to to um, making sure that we have the cleanest possible CBD oil. We send it off for tests when it's in the ground before it's even um, harvested. We send it off for tests once it's been harvested, dried, and cured. We test it again once it's been turned into oil for pesticides, heavy metals, and for solvents. And we make sure that there's absolutely zero of all three of those. And once our clean test has come back, we'll put it into our, our Jampa product line. All of our oils certified organic hemp, um, and we process it ourselves so that we can control the, the quality control and make sure that we keep it as, as close to the pure essence of the plant as possible. So, 
so let me ask you, Trin, do you have a, a, a group of people that, um, like health retreats, people that are chiropractors or people that are interested in body health, do you have a lot of those people using your products? Yeah, we do. You know, we've, we started out and, and, you know, my sales background with CBD was managing uh, multiple companies successfully, or, you know, even having the West Coast distribution rights for companies. So I was pretty well doctrinated in how to get the products in the stores. But you know, the guidance has been from, from the start of this is to help, help the healers to heal and help the people that need it the most, um, not so much about the money. And what I find with stores is unless we really spend a lot of time educating them and, and helping them to understand the benefits of our products, they just sit on the shelf. People come in, they pick one up, they try it, and they don't get the results they need because they don't have the information that they need and the knowledge that they need to really make an effective experience. And so we focus on, on healers and chiropractors and healing retreats. Actually, just before, um, just before our show tonight, we were with some healers at a company called Bellevue Wellness, and we were learning some different healing methods of the way that they heal their clients. But they also refer our products to their clients, and we sell quite a lot on a regular basis to, to their people. Um, yeah, but we have, I'd say, more than a dozen um, healthcare professionals, doctors, chiropractors, homeopathic, um, naturopaths that have used their products, recognize that they, that they work very well, that they're very clean energetically and, and in the ingredients that we use, and they recommend them to their clients. We actually just had a, a, uh, a new doctor sign up with us in Hungary, Starseed, beautiful Starseed over there, who has her own um, healing retreat and teaches other people her healing modalities. And she left us a wonderful review and just you know, said that she could feel the energy of the the products and the purity of their message and intention to heal others. And that makes makes a world of difference for us because that's really what our our focus and our attention is. And to hear other people say that they resonate with that same feeling and intention, that it, it makes it all it makes it all an even better experience for us. And we're grateful for for being accepted in the healing and the the medical communities and using our products to to help those that really need it. That's always been our goal. So let me ask you: uh, Have you tried um, anything with the rose oil that I told you about? Yes, I actually we just received that. You know, it's funny we got that. Uh, we sent that off, and I got a tracking code. And the tracking code on it was a two two two, a three three three, a four four four, and an eight eight eight. And I thought, all right, lavender's onto something. Lavender's onto something here. <laughs> so it it uh it just showed up a few weeks or a few days before before we had to head out of town. But we actually just made up some uh, massage rollers using frankincense and um, the Bulgarian rose in one, and then just the Bulgarian rose by itself in the other. So we actually have ten mil rollers that we're going to gift out to anybody who. Um, uses the code STARSEED on our website to order anything. You'll receive a free 10 mil roller, um, either of the rose or the rose and the frankincense mix. If you're a gentleman, you might like the frankincense mix with it, which is why we made, a, made that mix. But we have about 200 of these rollers available, and we can definitely make more. So we'd like to send them out and get some feedback from the Starseeds on using the, the rollers to balance the meridians, as was your experience, I believe, Lavender. Absolutely. What I what I told you was between your wrist and your elbow are like twelve emotional centers. I think that's why a lot of people like to shoot up with a needle in their arms to, in their emotional centers. Mm. So mm. when you take the 
rose oil and you put it on those 12 emotional centers from your wrist to your elbow in both arms, something very magical started happening when I started using that rose oil from Bulgaria. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just went, whoa. And then I found out that that's the only place that this rose grows is is in Bulgaria. I don't think it grows it any place. They've tried to grow it other places and it won't grow. So it's, yeah, it's very I- I think it's some kind of starseed experiment is what I think it is. Yeah, I spoke to them. Um, I actually tried to get a terpene analysis to find out what terpenes were in it, and they wouldn't give me one. But I sent it off for testing ourselves, so I'll know what terpenes in there here soon. But um, what they said to me was that they have a really unique um, mycelium network underneath the ground there. And the mycelium coming from mushrooms, the networks that they build on the ground, but that those mycelium networks somehow help in the nutrient absorption of the Bulgarian rose plants and make it just really unique. There's no other, nowhere else in the world that they can mimic these growing conditions to be able to get the same plant as yeah. inside of the plant. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that part of it. Oh, that's really interesting. Well, I'm, I'm noticing what time it is, and I would like to pass you over to my co-host, Arielle, because she has the switchboard. If anybody wants to call in and talk to Trent, and I know we have a lot of star seeds that use your products, if anybody wants to come, come on and um, talk about their results, we would love to hear from you out there. So, Trent, I've really enjoyed talking to you, and, of course, you've always got a place here at the Quest to come and, and be part of our um, gigantic Star Seed Quest whenever we have one next, okay? And make I make sure wait. that yeah, and 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 thank you, Karina. I know you're you're the power behind all this right now, and that your woman is is really someone that you can depend on now, and that that's a good thing. She sure is. She sure is. Okay. So thank you for so, so back to you, Ariel. Okay. Wow. Wow. You have really. I mean, the, the last time you were on, you had. Just you were just about to buy the building where your lab is, so you have really made a lot of progress, and that wasn't all that long ago. So yeah, good work, good work with way. that. Thank you. Um, one thing I, I wanted to well before I, before I get into I have a, a couple of questions on what you said. Um, sure. If anyone has a question for Trin uh, and you want to talk to him. If you're already on the switchboard, then you just need to press 1 on your keypad so that we know you want to come on the air. If you are listening on the computer, then you need to pick up the phone and dial 917-889-8292. And then once you're in, press 1, and uh, we will give you an opportunity to talk to Trin. Um, but before we're waiting for that to happen, I wanted to, to just ask you if I if I understood correctly um, when you were talking about uh, uh, the definition of terpenes. Um, I, I kind of had the the sense that it was like like a B vitamin has all different kinds of parts, and each you know each part you know B12 for this, B6 for that, and they have different applications individually. But then it also is a, is a B complex. So are, are terpenes kind of like that, where they, it's, it's a complex of individual components um, that, so in that essential, occur in? Yeah, the essential oils, that would be a better description for essential oils. Essential oils are the whole constituents from the plant. The terpenes are the isolated constituents of different plants that science has now been able to test and attribute the healing 
abilities of that essential oil, specifically to the terpene. So, for instance, you know, lavender, which we all know, um, has the terpene in, in it called linalol. And linalol is the sedating part of it that makes it smell flowery. But lavender also has limonene in there. And limonene is used as a relief for anxiety, but it also helps to proliferate energy in the cells, which is why lavender has a calming, relaxing, but also um, balancing effect when you, when, you, when you use it in aromatherapy. So there's actually six or seven different terpenes that are in lavender, but each one of those terpenes have the specific healing ability, which when combined together brings a synergistic entourage effect from the combination of those terpenes. And so, you know, I guess it could be true to say that essential oils are constituents of those terpenes that have been brought together synergistically for a group of, re- of rounded effects. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. So what you're saying is that um, essentially, you know, like all herbs, plants, um, including hemp and, and, and other things like lavender, that all, they all have terpenes and the, and the plants Absolutely. and the herbs that have, that have um, beneficial qualities. It's been isolated to a uh, particular terpene in that. So everything that, that has a healing um, quality to it, you're going to find terpenes. Is that correct? If it comes from a plant, absolutely, yeah. Okay. And you can, actually, right. you can actually go to our website, and on the, on the footer of the website is, um, well, first of all, there's some blog posts that have a lot more information about what we've been talking about. But there's also a really informative um, Terpenes 101, which breaks down each of the terpene isolates that we use and also lists out what their scientifically accepted uses are in medicine and also some of the things that they're used for in spiritual tradition that haven't quite been um, confirmed by science yet. So you get a wider understanding of what they've been used for in tradition and also in modern science. And interestingly enough, I've learned, you know, in my studies that terpenes are found in about 30% of the pharmaceuticals that we have in the world. So terpenes have been known to have pharmaceutical benefits, but not in the mainstream for some reason. It's, it's, it's so easy because it's right there in front of us, but we don't know what we need to do to use it. And that's really what, what our mission has become, is educating people to know that this is, this is out there, it works, and it just takes a little bit of education and some commitment and intention, and you can find some lasting results. So it, it's almost like um, uh, forgotten knowledge. It really is. It really is. And, yeah. you know, it's... it's I, I, I'm not in a science background. I'm not a scientist. Um, most of what I've learned has been to intuitively healing myself. But as I start to remember things that I haven't learned here, a lot of it is, is based in plants. You know, I have memories of different, I guess, from my cosmic records of different experiences with, with plants and, and their essences. And even being, I had a, a beautiful dream a few, well, about a week ago, um, walking through the woods trying to find somewhere by smelling the terpenes in the morning from the plants and listening to the plants tell me where I needed to go. Which, you know, I don't I don't remember all of that dream, just that specific little part, but it leads me to a wider understanding of just how important these things are for us to remember right. on a soul right. level because this is what Mother Earth Gaia has given us to balance and where we need to use it. So with your... Um with your your oils um and your 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 bottles uh you know the medicinal kind of bottles with the 
that you that you showed on the um, uh, eh, on the the stuff that you sent me. Um, yeah. So you well, would actually take if you wanted to create a formula for um, let, well, let's say you know balance, you might take mm-hmm. a terpene that's known to do that from several different sources and and right, combine exactly. them synergistically. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, so I can um, break down the terpene profile for you. You know, um, the the balance terpene profile we actually created because when when we started our company, we had our FDA scientist. Her name's Kelly, and she came in and she knew nothing about terpenes. This is a woman with multiple science degrees, biochemistry, FDA certified food scientist, and didn't have a clue what terpenes were. So she started to study it and go, "Wow, wow, wow! I can't believe I didn't know about this. Why don't people know about this?" and with seeing us, you know, make products and share them with people and testing and hearing the hearing the people's feedback come back, some of it pretty miraculous. She one day said, you know, I want you guys to be successful and you can't really afford me anyway, jokingly. Why don't you make me a terpene profile that will help me with my blood pressure? And if it works, we'll work at a discount. Kind of saying it as a joke, but I took it seriously. <laughs> and we made the balance profile and her and her husband, who both had high blood pressure, used it for about three weeks and their blood pressure came down considerably where they didn't have to take their – they were able to wean down their doses on their pharmaceutical, I should say. And so, you know, that well, was let me just, really – Let me interrupt a, you right here because yeah. we actually uh, we actually have a caller who's waiting to ask you a question on that very oh, sure. subject. So um, you're going to be talking to our dear Sheila. Um, Sheila is one of our very – Beloved star seeds uh, comes to the quest all the time, and you remember Sheila. So, um, Sheila, (laughs) now that everyone knows who you are, go ahead and ask your question for Trin. Hi, Sheila. Hello. Yes, you just answered my question. (laughs) So, yeah, um, I've been having trouble with high blood pressure, which is kind of unusual for me, and. The nurse practitioner I go to, she's not really wanting me to put me on medicine, and I don't want to be on medicine. <laughs> but so, um, but yeah. I have an appointment tomorrow because I'm thinking my blood pressure is really getting up there, and um, so I need to do something. So I really don't want to be on medicine. <laughs> so, but have I, any... have, I have um, the CBD oil that I have is balanced. That's what I have. Then there you go. <laughs> so, you can, so I need need to be taking that like how much and how often? <laughs> yeah, I would start. You know, small is lower is always better. Our CBD is stronger than any I've sold before, so I would recommend starting with a twenty five milligram dose three times a day of the balance. Just take it when you wake okay. up in the morning. Uh, you know, seven a.m., three p.m., eleven p.m. Those times work for most people. But okay. Try this at 25 milligrams three times a day, and give it about a week, and then test your blood pressure again, and I think you'll be surprised. Okay, but you're going to so want to stay on it. You're going to want to stay on it for at least, I'd say, 90 days, just to really get okay. the blood pressure to, to remain low. Um, okay. And at that point, you know, you can start to take yourself down in dosage until even you have none, and see how your your blood pressure has balanced out. Blood pressure was a big one for me. I was on two blood pressure medications since I was about 24 years old. And mm-hmm. I was able to stop using those, um, you know, with these products. Mm-hmm. So how do I know what 25 milligrams is? So in the, in the dropper bottle that, that we send, we, we use measured droppers. So you'll see a 0.25, 0.5, 0.75, and, and 1 written on the uh, outside of the clear dropper. So the 0.25 point, that will be okay. 12.5 milligrams. The 0.5 okay. point will be 25 milligrams. So basically just okay. a half mil. 
Okay, I'm not seeing that on the one I have, but I can. I probably have a dropper that's got that on there. So, are you, are you looking at a larger bottle? No, it's the smaller bottle that I have. Okay. I'm going to. Yeah, all of our bottles now should have them. You may have got our, our our bottles that we had at the start that didn't have those measure droppers. Okay. Yeah, so I need to probably get me some more. <laughs> yeah. so. We can send you one, we can send you a dropper out, no problem. But that dropper that you have, it exactly half on that dropper will be twenty five milligrams. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. Okay. Yeah. I love your products. I love the Jompa cream too for pain. It's wonderful. <laughs> oh, thank so. you very much, Sheila. Yeah, so Yeah. Okay. So okay. thank you. Sheila, it's You're so welcome. good to hear your voice. Yes, I miss Arkansas. I miss my tribe. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, we miss you too. We do too. Well, next year we we've got a we've got all four (laughs) quests uh, reserved for next year, and we'll just uh, yeah just see how it goes with that. Right, right. Okay. Uh, I can't wait to get down there. (laughs) Me too. All righty. All right. Well, you take care of yourself now, okay? Yeah, I am working on it. Okay. Yep. So, okay. Thank you. all right. You can, you can reach me at uh, either on my cell phone number, which I think we le- we left the phone number on the slides, but you can also, anybody can can email at any time, love, L-O-V-E, at jampa.com with any okay. questions. Um, that email comes right to me or to one of our naturopaths, and we'll be able to, to help guide your decision to find the right products. Okay. Okay, that sounds good. Cool. Okay. okay. Thank you. Great. Thank you. Okay, Sheila. Bye bye. Okay. Bye. Yeah, it, it's interesting. You know, on the topic of of high blood pressure, um, I had asked my naturopath about that, um, and and she said that high blood pressure is a symptom of something else. Mm, yeah. Yeah, and the, and then you know the the pharmaceuticals that they give you um, are are made to uh, reduce your blood pressure, but they're not really treating the the root the problem. Condition. Yeah, yeah, and that's so so true. Just about every medicine out there. Yeah, exactly. And you know the natural approach um, is always the the best and the first. You know, Definitely. exhaust all those possibilities before you take any any other actions. But um, yeah. yeah, and on that 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 Jonfa cream, oh my gosh, that <laughs> that stuff is amazing, amazing. I, I've I've been I've been using it religiously. You know, if anybody has any kind of weird little skin thing. Um, you know, if it looks a little suspicious, even a even a, a freckle <laughs> that that you don't like the way it looks, man, that stuff it just um, it, it clears it right up. Mm. And, is that the balance you know, topic we're using? Um, n- no, this is the the uh, the Jonfa cream that you make. Um, gotcha. In the jar. Um, right, right. Yeah, cool. I mean, I I will never be without that because there's, I mean, there seems like there's. Always something. You know, if you got a sore muscle, it helps with the pain and inflammation. Any kind of little skin issue, um, um, or even <clears throat> not so little. I, I might have told you this story. Um, I had sent some of your Jonfa cream to my brother because right, yeah. he had um, he was um, going to have to have this Mose 
surgery for I remember. For, for for skin cancer, <clears throat> and um, I sent some to him. And about five days after he started using it, he called me up at like 11:30 at night, and I freaked out because I thought nobody calls that late unless there's something wrong, you know, some bad news. Yeah. But he was so flabbergasted mm. at at how quickly they were healing up um, yeah. that he actually canceled the Mohs surgery. Um, I remember his doctor called me. <laughs> That's the yeah, scariest phone yeah. call I think I've had for this. I got a phone call from John Hopkins University. This is Dr. Surgeon so-and-so. Uh, please call me back. I was like, uh. <laughs> but that's what his question was, is what was in your topicals? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. And actually, I mean, I mean, my brother has, has been to John Hopkins for um, for other other concerns. Um, yeah. and, and, and he goes to Duke as well. But right. um, he's 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 loving the Jonfa cream, and um, you know, and and the CBD as well. It just um, it's just really good. Now, ask let me tell me this um, with the with the CBD um, oils with the under the legal limit for THC. Mm-hmm. If if people have to have drug tests, is mm-hmm. that going to um, show. I mean, if they if they use just hemp oil with no THC, does the body yeah, so interpret that any differently? It really depends on the type of testing that's done and what they're looking for. Um, the amount that you'll take on a dosing schedule three times a day for three months, you're not going to hit the, the, the minimum testing threshold that they look for for amounts of THC content in your urine. That being said, you know, I'm not an expert on this. Our products do have a minimal amount of THC in there. So if you're concerned about it, I would definitely speak with, um, you know, your human resources department, wherever you're working, and try to get some clarity. Many, many companies now, a lot of them that we've actually sent information to, uh, have some kind of policy where they allow CBD products to be used once they're confirmed to not be from marijuana. So I think uh, a lot of uh, you'll find a lot of companies and employers are open to it if you just communicate with them, and we're more than happy to share whatever information we can to help that process along. If you'd like to give a, give them our information to get some more clarity. Okay. Well, yeah, that's that's a a, a good good thing rather than you know you just be upfront about it and say, look, I want to try this for this situation, and uh, yeah, you know, just tell them up front. Uh, exactly. Because, it, I mean, I'd hate for people to have to um, miss out on the benefits and advantages because right. of some corporate yeah. preconception. Yeah. And we do, even for people who are, you know, we have today, we, we I spoke with a detective in one of the cities close to us who has PTSD and some arthritis issues. And, you know, he went and got permission to use our products from his precinct. And, you know, this is the second person in the last few months it's been able to do that from different locations. So I think as the mainstream starts to understand the benefits of these products and that they're not making people high, they're actually helping them to be better producers and workers, that, that these companies will hopefully keep coming around to it. But on, the, on that note, we also do, if you're in a position where you cannot absolutely, cannot have any THC in your system, we do keep some broad-spectrum CBD oil, which means it has 0% THC in there that we can create products for you so that you can have the benefits of a dosing schedule to help whatever health problems you have. 
Oh, that's great. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I lost you there for a second. Yeah, yeah, just little little phone weirdness. Of course, considering that Mercury's retrograde, we're doing really good tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, got right in. There's been there's been no issues um, as far as that's concerned. Um, yes. Yeah, and I was just going to say, I, I don't know if I told you this. It might have been somebody else, um, another guest on the show. But um, and I was talking to my brother about this situation with the CBD and and the law and all of that. And and he said, you know, that it all goes back to one guy, um, uh, Randolph Hearst, who was a big newspaper publisher. Um, Early on, had um, his own lumber to make his newspapers, and Mm -hmm. then the hemp industry was cutting into his profits because hemp is a viable alternative for paper. And and he wanted to put them out of business. So he got he lobbied, got laws passed, and and funded that movie that came out. Oh, I guess in the fifties mm. or something, Reefer Madness. Yeah. And and that's how it became illegal in the first place, because one yeah. man was trying to protect his bottom line, and it was just a big, huge right. uh, propaganda smear campaign to knock out mm. the competition. Um, yeah. I mean, George Washington grew hemp. He sure did. Yeah, so I mean it, it's uh yeah. yeah, so that that knowledge has been around and then it was hidden, submerged and and twisted, distorted. And I'm glad that it's that it's finally now, you know, the truth. I mean, I was in Kroger and they're selling CBD in Kroger. And I right. thought, all right, that's that's a milestone. Yeah, it's just about everywhere. You know this the interesting thing with CBD is a vast majority of the products are made from CBD isolate. And CBD isolate contains CBD only. There's no other cannabinoids, no other terpenes in there. And that CBD isolate, it's, it's beneficial as a Band-Aid for symptoms to help different system, symptoms for different problems. Um, but the long-term healing ability of it is really, really limited. And that's now proven in science from a study that was done in, in Israel. Um, so a lot of people, unfortunately, they're using CBD products that are made from CBD isolate, and they're just not having the—they the, just don't have the healing potential that a full-spectrum CBD oil with the right terpenes in there um, can offer. So a big yeah, part of yeah. our, you know, our, our experience is we don't want to take away from any other brands or throw anybody under the bus, but we, you know we we try to gently educate people that if you're not going to use our products, at least find one that's organic, has no pesticides, heavy metals. And um, you know, it takes all those categories. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would, I would no sooner buy CBD from Kroger, you know, than, <laughs> right. uh, you know, and and because it's, uh, I mean, Lord knows where it comes from, how it's sourced, and how it's manufactured. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but the the point is that um, it's not as taboo as it was right. even just a few years ago. Yeah. So that was in my point. It's just that at least it's it's people are um, not looking at you funny if you talk about it. Yes. So, well, you yeah. you're just doing such a great job, Trin. Now you mentioned earlier that you have a a, a promo code for Star Seeds um, on your website. Yeah, we do. It's just real simple. Star Seed. 
S-T-A-R-S-E-E-D. If you put that code in, it'll give you a 25% discount. There's no minimum. Um, all orders are about $50 of free shipping. And if that's you know still too hard for, for the finances, we also have an assistance program where we have some wealthy customers and benefactors who offer to make up the difference to get CBD to the people that really need it. So if you're on a limited budget or you're on disability or are in any way COVID-19 affected where you can't afford what, what you feel you need as far as CBD, then just shoot us an email or give us a call and we'll be happy to work with you and get you the medicine that you need. That is wonderful. And what does the word Jamfa mean? You know, Jamfa is actually a Tibetan word meaning loving kindness. Um, where he came from was when I was a young man living in Australia, I went with some of my high school friends to a watering hole um, it was like a big, big hole. Water would come down through the hole. It was circular, but in the bottom of the hole, it would open up to this big, beautiful lagoon. It was about 60 or 80 feet jump. And my friends had all been there before. I just moved to that state from a different state, so it was my first time jumping. And I didn't listen well enough when they said jump out far because there's a rock there you could hit if you don't run and jump out. And I just kind of jumped off and, and fell down and ended up hitting this rock and knocking myself out pretty good. And as I came to the surface of the water and my friends were trying to make sure I was all right, I could see what looked like a little floating monk sitting above me. And, you know, somehow I was okay and I didn't have any, any serious injuries, but that always stuck with me. And at that age, I just thought I was hallucinating something. But throughout the course of my life, you know, tough times and good times, I've had the same experience with, with that being and never really knew what it was. And um, after I moved to Washington, actually, and met Lavender, I started talking to a, a lot of different esoteric healers and astrologers, and I um, was told that I have a soul guide since birth. He was a, a monk that I'd shared a past life with, and his name was Jampa. And when I got on my computer, when I got home and looked up what Jampa meant, I, I found a Tibetan word. Jampa, that means loving kindness, which was taught by Buddha as one of the four immeasurable principles of of the universe. And so it just felt like a fitting name to name the brand, um, you know, a word meaning loving kindness, and also to give the brand a story that's real. And what I just learned a few weeks ago now is that they just found that the first ever industrial hemp that was grown in the world was actually grown on the Tibetan Plateau about 150 oh, wow. miles away from, from where I've had memories in Mongolia of being with this Jampa from the, that past life. So it's funny how things come full circle and synchronicities just keep on getting thicker. Wow. I got chills on that one, Trin. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's good. I always, I always wondered because it's an unusual word and it kind of has that, you know, Eastern sound and spelling to it. Loving kindness. I love that. So um, yeah. if anyone listening um, goes to Jamfa, J-A-M-P-H.com, um, remember to use the word starseed, and that's what all lowercase, all one word. Correct. Okay. And, um, and you'll get a nice discount. And if you need help, um, email love, L-O-V-E, at jamfa.com, and Trin will take good care of you. We sure will. And for anybody that orders with that code, anything off the website, we're going to send out a free Hungarian rose extract massage oil uh, roller. 
that, as Lavender said, you can put from your, your hand to your elbow and um, engage those energy centers there and and, uh, and see what you think. We're working on creating some products right now, some divine feminine products, and we're going to use the Hungarian rose oil as a base for most of them. You mean Bulgarian? Yeah, Bulgarian. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, for a minute yeah. there, I thought there was another product. Okay. Oh, no. Well, that's no. great. Yeah. That's great. Well, Trin, we thank you so much for sharing your time, your knowledge, and your heart with our audience. And um, we will look forward to seeing you one of these days in Arkansas. Uh, Hopefully sooner than later. Yes, hopefully sooner than later. And be sure to give Karina a hug for us. I will for sure. (laughs) And we'll, we'll look forward to seeing both of you at some point in the future. All right. Thank you very much for the opportunity to be on the show. And we just want to say we love you guys and for our Starseed family out there. If there's any way we can help, just just shoot us a, uh, shoot us a message or give us a call, and we'd be happy to help. Okay. Well, that is great. So um, we will be back two weeks from tonight. And until then, make sure you take some time every day to count your blessings and show compassion as often as you can. Until next time, good night, everyone. You've been listening to Starseed Radio Academy. Visit our website at www.starseedhotline.com. It's Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.